When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're walking through the rainforests of beliefs. You've been brought on a tour with your wife or husband or asexual, genderless life partner. But you seem to have fallen a bit behind. At one point you tripped and spun and must have lost direction. The guide informed you in broken English to be sure not to get lost. This place is inhibited by all sorts of wild beasts. Jaguar, Ocelot, and Jaguarandi. You've been walking for hours and you can't shake the feeling you're being watched. Suddenly you hear a rustle in the bushes. Oh dear, what creature, wild cat, or violent bird lies within? What's this? A little man with a wide-brimmed cap walks towards you, feet pointed backwards. He smiles and repeats, Quiero como tus pulgares. Quiero como tus pulgares. You laugh and take out your Google Translate to understand the little ragamuffin. I want to eat your thumbs. I want to eat <laughs> Today on Sexy Beasts, we're talking about the duende. 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 Some of you may Duende. Hey. Stop clapping now. I did, I lost the rhythm. Welcome to Sexy Beasts, your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. Each podcast is devoted to a specific creature, cryptid, or monster. We discuss its history, its merits, and using our FECS analysis, we rate and review the beast against other creatures in our premier crypt. Look, guys, basically, it's a monster review show. If we review it, we don't have to Google it too much. And be sure to listen all the way to the end, because we're going to be closing out the show with Top Trumps, which I'm fucking losing. Sorry for the language. I think last episode we decided it's a piercing. We've decided it's a piercing. It's going to be a piercing in between the thumb and the finger. No, we put it to the vote. With a dangling keyring of it, a we, duende. We put it to the vote. We will put it to the vote. No, do you know, maybe we just have to wear the same t-shirt of each other's face for a whole week. Why don't you wear your t-shirt for your face t-shirt? Because mm. I got one of his live shows. So if you're in Edinburgh during the month of August... Hey! What a fucking segue. You owe me royalties as your PR. You didn't say man. what it is. Tony's going to be at the fucking... Yeah, there the, we go. The Haircut but Festival. People, the Haircut Festival. <laughs> people don't even know. But people who are... This could be your first episode. Maybe you're like, oh my God, you're talking about Duendes? I'm there. Well, my name is Tony Cantwell. I'm the winner of Dove Soap's Real Beauty Campaign for Perfect Body. Turns out it was a competition all along. So I was delighted to uh, to, to win that. Uh, and my co-host, as always, Mark... <laughs> 
J. 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 Well, how come you told me that you were hardly old enough? Yeah. And Jago. I thought the major was a lady. So for a jet. So that was a lot of effort you put in this, and I appreciate it. I had the lyrics up on the screen. Jago. Anyway, how are you today? Jago, I'm good. What news do I have for you? Um, uh, I have no news. E3 was just recently. Yeah, let's talk about some video games for a second. What are you most excited about? I'm excited. You can skip ahead three minutes if you don't like video games. Otherwise, stick around. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2017. 2017. Oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves. Fucking, I don't know what has happened in the last year, but Keanu Reeves is just becoming a fucking phenom phenom I would say you have immediately dated this episode because this is obviously the second one we're recording and E3 will probably have been a month ago but Keanu Reeves still cool hopefully John Wick is out on DVD now yeah <laughs> I do love John Wick I just love how it's so so mindless but it it's a good type of mindless I haven't seen John Wick 3 but um, any other games you're excited about at, at, at E3 I'm a, as, everyone, as listeners know I'm a huge Borderlands fan mm. uh, like I've played them both to death. Like it's one of my favorite games. Uh, That's so, a game I like the grind of. I yeah. don't know what it is. I've never played it at co-op. Yeah, I played in co-op, and it was a bit annoying in co-op because uh, there was like a loot was an instance, which for non-nerdy people means that if something, uh, an item that you wanted dropped on the ground, then your friend could run over and pick it up and not give it to you. No. Um, and it was always the slowest because I was always celebrating the win while everyone was going through the spoils. Well, Borderlands was a bit ahead of its time, like uh, because that whole that that level of of that. Well, for one, even the first one was just like the RPG elements of a shooter was just ridiculous. The open world was yeah. ridiculous, and then obviously with the kind of loot that went along with that. I mean, Destiny is kind of and all those kind of. Other ones as grinding games. They need of, to pay respects to the original Borderlands. But I'd say similarly now, like things like uh, Apex Legends, in the way you can kind of very easily give guns and and, and communicate. Drop stuff then, yeah. Hopefully now that's been added to uh, to to Borderlands. Oh yeah, I'd hope so. I hope I I just hope there's like a little quality of life, like upgrades because it doesn't need a huge overhaul. Anyway. No. Anyway. We're not a video game. No matter how much we try and do it, we're not a video game review show. No, no one, no one wants to listen. Like, but this is the thing: people don't, you know, people don't watch video games on TV and probably won't, and people won't listen about video games on podcasts. Probably do you remember not. that uh, that show was on Sky TV? Uh, game Gamesville. Gamesville, yeah, yeah. With the lads, and they used to like, and the fucking games guru and stuff. That was brilliant. I remember hearing that two of them were in a porn with uh, with another woman. The games guru? Uh, no, the two guys. Daz and Daz and your your lad. You one of the lads, Daz, just had loads of stab wounds. Yeah, some very clear stab, <laughs> yeah, wounds. stab wounds. Um, but you look, you know, it's difficult to get a gig. I don't know. I think I think Ireland is crying out for like a geek savior, someone who they go to. But you don't like. This is the thing. You don't like. Why would why would someone want an Irish perspective on it when we don't make many games? The kind of indie games that we I mean there's obviously Sorry, Baldur's Gate three has been Baldur's made. Guy? Baldur's Gate three has been made in an Irish studio. Okay, maybe down, I'm wrong. down by Fumbly Exchange. Maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know why people want it. Like there's very I've I've seen very good uh, Irish game journalists 
Um, there's that guy who does Daniel like, Dwyer. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's very good. He he's does very good. No clip and stuff. No like clip. That. Yeah. And then you got the other lads. Other lads working for IGN. There's other lads working in, in the UK. But I, I don't know why you'd want to see one on on RTE. I think I'd, I would. I don't watch RTE uh, at all, so I don't know why yeah. I'd go there. I can find it on YouTube, and I can find it much easier. Tony doesn't pay his license. I do pay my license. Oh. So I can stream things. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think a lot of Americans won't watch an Irish interpretation of a journalist because they are like. We could just get an English one. Gaming's global. Gaming is is at the forefront. It's it's gaming is kind of what TV is soon going. With. Well, Netflix is Netflix is global, mm. but it's what TV and film and everything is soon to be. Which means so, we're shit out of luck. Welcome. We tricked you. This is actually our gaming podcast. Uh, it's Jay. called. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it come from a witty name for. It. Anyway, back to Duende. Duende. All right, I'm at a party. Okay, you're at a Belizean party. Uh, let me just get the Belizean tunes ready. I believe in a thing called love. Okay, it's all kicking off. Go on. So I walk up to some senorita and I say, Hola. Hey, I'm new in the country. Do you want to talk about a little imp? What did I say? And I say, um, I'm talking about uh, no, I'm not talking about my dick I'm talking about Duende or more commonly known as Duende the Castle the possessor of the house he's three foot tall has a brimmed hat has backward facing feet and is missing his thumbs he's been known to lead children away and uh, lead children to astray and get them lost and he bites your thumbs off if it disagrees you also he smokes a cigar and plays guitar Isa if you take your dick out I'm going to be very annoyed I literally just said I'm not taking my dick out, so you just put words in my mouth. I could put a duende in your mouth. Now you've made it weird. Now I've made it weird. Um, so he's a little toadstool, lad. Basically, yeah, he is the Spanish leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. I'm the dirty lep. Yeah, so he, same sort of scenario, is a little small lad, has a hat, wide brim hat on. Uh, backwards feet is a new thing. That's and twisty. That's twisty. And uh, no thumbs. And how does he fucking get a lift these days? I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, even with um, with uh, my taxi, you'd probably find it quite, quite difficult with no thumbs. Oh, yeah. How would you, how would you hold a pint? Two hands. Can you they hold... come in pints. Oh, I can, I can actually hold a pint with no... That You're not holding a pint right now. That's true. Um, <laughs> Jago was just demonstrating how to hold a pint without actually holding a pint. <laughs> um, there are many stories warning people to be cautious at farms or jungles when work, walking alone. The Duende has a special interest in children and would lure them deeper into the woods. The only way to escape was to hide your thumbs away and show only your forefingers. The Duende would think you like him and would let you go. Other stories say the Duende would appear mostly during the Lenten season, especially on Good Friday. He's also known for braiding horses' manes and little girls' hair. In addition, Tata Duende is often known to change into small animals, sometimes even someone you know. Oh, that's pretty cute. I have to get, First of all, I have to give a little shout-out to uh, M. Darbs. Uh, I think I assume his name is Mark. Mark Darby. Darbs. Darby. Um, he actually pointed us towards this. We were looking for one, and we were like, "Oh, that's a fucking great one!" Thank you very much, M. Darbs. Really yeah. appreciate that. Um, he's the Spanish leprechaun. He's a Spanish leprechaun. Uh, let's hope he doesn't uh, block the streets when I'm walking, like all the Spaniards in Dublin. It's very well. It's very like uh, accepted racism, isn't it? The Spanish, unfortunately. But like, it's not. I don't think it's like pointed racism. It's no, it's not, not it's because not, I think there's no hate behind it. But like. They do have a sort of 
uh, they block the streets <laughs> when I'm walking. <laughs> okay. I don't, do I have to spell it out for you? Uh, spell it out for you, Tony and the listeners. No, I'd say there's an equal... There's an, there's more love of the Spanish than there is... Uh, no, hate, don't get me hate, wrong. Hate like, I, I, love, I love Spanish people mm. one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, menage a trois, maybe. Jesus uh, but, Christ. But, like, I don't know. I just... The vo- I, th- I think it's a cultural thing. I think that Spanish people are uh, naturally loud. And I think they, Irish... They give out a very... <clears throat> they have a flat ah sound. And when they say hey, the Spanish for hey is oinga. Yeah. And the ah, it's a very flat ah that we're not used to hearing. Oh, that's... Hola, a, ah. It's a, Oh, fuck. That's actually giving you know me fucking mean? rage. No, hey. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So on a bus or something like that, and like culturally, I think they are a bit louder, or maybe they're, as you said, they're flat a. Eh? Uh, but when I'm on the bus, and I, I already, they're they're coming here as tourism, right? Yeah. Who do you think built that fucking spire that you love so much? If it wasn't the Spanish, the the Polish people mm, coming here and, and physically building it, physically building yeah, it. Fair enough. And I love Polish people. I think, uh, but no, one day like today, well, not today. It was what day is it? Oh, sorry, two days ago, I was walking across, you know the Millennium Bridge? No. Do you know the one that's yes, when you, do, you scratch your feet and it's like... Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's how, how much... I'm 31, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, and there was a person ahead of me in a wheelchair. And... Uh, I'm, I'm so quiet. There was loads of Spanish people on the bridge taking pictures because it was sunset. Of the person in the wheelchair? No, not the person in the wheelchair. Just like each other, like trying to think like, as yeah. the sunset. And the person in the wheelchair was like, excuse me, sorry, I just need to get by. I need to get by. And they was like... Like screaming at each other, and it's what I was just saying. It's so racist. But oh, sorry, but I literally had to like push them aside and said, "Sorry, this person in the wheelchair trying to get by." Well, you know what? The person in the wheelchair should have learned Spanish. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, fucking, it's their obligation to learn Spanish. Uh, No, I mean, come on, they're 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 walking around Dublin. Hmm. I mean, they 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 love the city. Um, You know, I mean. You always make the joke, you're from Spain. Why did you ever come here? Yeah. The weather. The weather. Is so <laughs> good where you're the from. Weather. Why did you take a holiday to Spain? Why would you come here? You're devolved. That's mad. <laughs> you're a chicken. I like Spanish people and I like the Duende. I like it, Spain. I like Spain. Yeah. Uh, I found, and this is, well, it's Catalan, isn't it? Barcelona. But um, uh, it doesn't matter. No, I no, you're dead right. When I'm in Barcelona and I talk to the, the locals and the like Spanish people, they're actually the nicest people ever. They're just so welcoming. And oh, like, they're lovely. But I find it diff. I found it. I find it difficult to you walk. You speak in. Spanish, don't you? I speak fluent Spanish. Yeah. See, what? Hablo español fluente. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I Donde find... está uh, baño? Oh, uh, uh, a la derecha uh, izquierda. Yeah. Okay. What were you saying? What were you saying about uh, Barcelona? Uh, I find if I'm ever in Barcelona or even from Madrid, I find it difficult just to walk into good. You know, sometimes you're in a city, you can just walk in anywhere, and it's kind of good food. Yeah. Um, can't think of anywhere off the top of my head that actually is good, but I find it very <laughs> difficult in Spain. Boring. No, that's good. Like, so when you when I saw a similar to you, like I tried. Like, you don't walk in. There's no Spanish cuisine. Like, you don't walk in and there's like tapas. Like, I mean, if you go to like San Sebastian or Bilbao, then yeah, apparently you can walk around and you get great food everywhere. Lisbon, you walk around. What do you think? Barcelona is very touristy. 
Yeah, Amsterdam as well I'd find very difficult to walk in and get good food. Just anywhere. But like, you go what to would the, be the Amsterdam's like uh, traditional dishes? Like if you're in the centre of town, you just see chips everywhere. You know what I mean? You see mm. chips and cone with mayonnaise all over Chips them. and tits. Whoa, hang on. Red light. <laughs> all right, anyway, we're talking, we're at a, again. What is with You're us not today? at the party anymore. I'm not at the party. I left the party, all right? And we have this. We have a duende with us, and we got, we got locked, and we had a duende, and we're like, "Here, mate, can you fight?" You can't. You have to let me know so I have the jingles ready. Go on. We're with a duende, and what's he saying? It's like, "Here, mate, can you fight?" Uh, fighting. Oh, I've got a good one about this. Okay, I've got a good feeling about this. So, shape shifting. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. The, yeah. The Tata Duende can, can. So this this Duende, let me just get the, because I want to paint the picture again. This Duende is a three foot tall little leprechauny imp kind of thing, a brownie. Yeah. Backwards feet, uh, has just kind of same proportions as a as a human man, but backwards feet and a big wide brimmed red hat. So do you think the hat is gonna uh, help it fight or make it less? The hat seems to come up quite a lot. We'll, we'll, yeah, it does we'll, seems to be like we'll, a lot. Like a, I'll, I'll, I'll go into it in evidence because I've got a theory about this. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we're not talking about that now. Right. What the fighting attributes? What's it got? Uh, shape changing. Yeah, it can become invisible. What? Yeah. Shit. It can become. Ooh, it has uh, so a powers to uh, confuse and dazzle people, so they can become lost. Whoa. Yeah, and it also can smoke cigar. Oh, fuck off. It can smoke a cigar. <laughs> Sorry, that was actually so hard to say. You're a professional broadcaster. Well, actually, no, yeah, we're yeah. not being paid for this. Um, not enough. Tell you that. Not enough. Anyway, also backwards feet. That's confusing. If I saw it running at me, I'd be like, I actually physically would like not know whether to punch it because its feet would be running backwards. And like, and it was screaming at you in pain. Yeah. Ah! Um, That's what I call a moonwalk. <laughs> But then it could, like, it could yeah. track, it could, like, I heard it, I didn't respond. Yeah, look me funny. in the eyes then. <laughs> <laughs> look me in the eyes then. Um, so it's backwards feet is apparently so, so, uh, supposed to help with its ability to make people lost. Oh. So people are like, oh, just follow my tracks. And they're like, oh, fuck, what, like, but he's walking backwards. How am I Whoa. Um, Sand people walk in single file to hide their numbers. Who, what was that from? Star Trek. Well, Star Wars, my favorite movie. Um. <laughs> Again, it has. Sp- there is no descriptions of attacks. Is the only thing that sort of gets me. Yeah, I mean, there are stories of it eating thumbs. The there thumbs are thing. Stories- yeah. So here's here's a, maybe a bit of a dodgy one, right? Um, in Hispanic folklore of Mexico, I love Hispanics uh, and the American Southwest. Uh, duendes are known for their no uh, are known as their gnome like creatures. Blah blah blah. They live inside the walls of bedroom walls of young children. Well. There is a bit and of a And they weird attempt to clip to the toenails of unkempt children and they often lead to them removing entire toes. So they're, they're idiots, but they're... They're pedophiles. Mm. Do you know those little pedophiles that have little legs? Oh, I just watched that they video. They are like. bleeding pedophiles. So who anyone ever seen that video, someone actually uh, mixed up the word for centipede and pedophile yeah. and was talking about it for far too long. So long. Oh, they're walking along and the little legs, all the little, a hundred millions of legs. You know what little pedophiles are, little legs? They're fucking... I'm not scared of spiders, but I'm afraid of pedophiles. Now, another thing I'm going to throw at you here is we give the leprechaun... Whoa, don't be throwing it so hard. Uh, the, we give a leprechaun eight of fighting. 
but we like him. But so are you saying you don't like the Spanish now? Look, it's not racist for me to prefer my own kind. I just think that we should rule the world. I love Iberico ham. I love Iberico ham too. I love a yambo. Hamon. Hamon. What, I don't, I don't what, speak Spanish. What do you mean? Jambon. Jambon, right. Yeah. I love a jambon. Yeah. I love a mimosa. <laughs> I love a samosa. Samosa is Indian. I love uh, a badger. As, as it should be. Okay. Uh, but it's I don't think it can fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about this? It's got an appetite for thumbs. Mm. Um, it can whistle a mystical song. Yeah. It can live within walls, which I means can it can... And you can live within walls. What's that part? I don't know. Don't be making up shit. Stick to the script that we have written. It has a knowledge of the forest. And mm. also, do you know what else? It's a, it, is a, it is a pedo. Which means, I'm sorry, I don't ever want to give pedos points for anything. But if there was a guy and he was a fighter... And I knew he was a pedo as well. I'd anticipate that you'd maybe fight. You'd fight more. I would fight more, definitely, hmm. of course. But I'd also give him kind of points in terms of that being a bit edgier. But like, I kind of am a bit scared. <sighs> so you're giving this guy. I'm not giving any pedos, pedos points. But I'd be scared to. I'd be more scared to fight a pedo than uh, an, a gnome. <laughs> End of sentence. I I'm like I'm going to the evidence bit. But I think your pedo is a bit brash and a bit whoa pointed. Uh, to be totally fair, I don't think that's acceptable at all. What do you mean? Um, I think he's a good fighter, and I'm going to give him a seven. You said he couldn't fight. You said he didn't think he could fight. I'm giving a fighting a five. No, he, did, he can't think. He, I don't think he can fight, but I think he would win because... Do you know what? No, go on. Because what? Because he's the underdog. Oh, my God. Jago, yeah. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give him six because you did remind me about the shape-shifting. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that six, but I will give you the defer, so I defer to you. Thank you very much. To this six that you gave him. Um, well, look, we know that it, uh, we know what it is. We know it's basically a Spanish leprechaun. We know myself and Mark Jago's um, feelings towards Spanish people. <laughs> but is there any evidence for this? But what is the evidence, sir? Writing something down. I've got loads of evidence. Do you? Yeah. Well, work away because what I've, do you got? I've got one incident that occurred. So in 1860, in a village in the southern Spain, um, everyone started having hysteria and fits and panics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and people said it was like a mass hysteria and stuff like that. But um, a local witch doctor or some sort of shaman came to the area and cursed them, said that a duende was going around playing tricks on them, okay? Mm-hmm. A person from the village uh, travelled to Strasbourg in Germany. Whoa. And uh, Strasbourg uh, noticed an uptick in uh, mental health or basically like spasms and like fits. What, and people. the duende was making people mad? The duende was making people mad. The duende was making those... Uh, you know, I suppose considered sometimes uptight Germans uh, mad. Yeah, so he has considerable power. (laughs) (laughs) What a a line for a podcast. (gasps) Whoa. Whoa. This isn't working. This isn't turning. Anyway, I'm just going to put the mic to the side of my mouth. Well, get this, yeah. 
in Belize. This comes from the website Owlcation. Maybe Do you believe in love after love? Blah, 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 blah. I can find the Wendy in my heart. I really can't have enough thumbs. Oh, the thumbs. Oh, I really can't have enough thumbs. <laughs> Michael Cremo first detailed eyewitness accounts in the Creme book. Creme de Cremo. Okay, can I fucking finish my sentence? You're a real funky pigeon.com today. I have to say that. And I'm sorry to say that, Jago. You're a real okay, moonpig.com. I'll stop being a moonpig.com. Michael Cremo. Um, first, uh, stop pretending to. You need to grow up. You're in a. Sometimes I'm in a funny mood and you're in a funny mood. Now I'm the straight man. I don't want to be the straight man. I'm wacky. No. I'm wacky. You're not wacky. So you're being a straight man. Anyway, read this news story that you have. I actually have fucking loads to read, so don't interrupt okay, me. Okay, I won't. Go ahead. Okay. Michael Cremo first detailed eyewitness accounts in a book entitled Forbidden Archaeology. He included writings from our boy Ivan T. Sanderson. Oh, nice. Ahul. Um, Mr. Ahul, uh, one of the godfathers of cryptozoology, um, who Sanderson had collected accounts uh, from dozens of men of substance who worked for responsible organizations, mainly the forestry department, and basically said that a junior junior forestry officer had, in 1961, described in great detail two of these little creatures, duendes, that he had suddenly noticed quietly watching him on several occasions near the foot of the Maya Mountains. The descriptions of these creatures were that they were three to four foot tall, with heavy shoulders, long arms, brown hair, flat yellowish faces, long hair down the back of the neck and the back. Interestingly, Belize is also home to several primate species, including spider monkeys and heller monkeys. The descriptions seemed to match these of the spider monkey, although the size given doesn't exactly match the actual species. And actually, funnily enough, in the uh, fifth season of a show called Destination Truth, uh, it was speculated that the Tata Duende might actually just be the indigenous spider Spider monkey. monkey. Now, funnily enough, though, Sanderson also stated um, that on his accounts, the Mayans believed in a deity that looked like a very small man wearing a big hat and nothing else. According to their myths, the, the deity roamed the forest and supposedly came out of hiding to place gifts before temples. Gifts before temples. Now, this is my theory. Mm-hmm. This lad, mm-hmm. a short little lad, getting people lost, getting people confused, getting people all 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 over the place in some level of psychedelia yeah. in the in the forest, right? A little chap with a, with a red wide brimmed hat sounds like a mushroom. Would you agree? Oh yeah. Right. So if you look at there's a lot of links between psilocybin and magic mushrooms and people seeing imps. In fact, one of the major things when people actually uh, uh, inhale DMT, probably one of the most psychoactive substances uh, on the planet, people that's what the main component of ayahuasca, they see two things for the most part, geographical shapes and impish figures in red hats, right? Funnily enough. So Patch.com did a link between uh, mushrooms and uh, gnomes. So many people report that an intelligent living spirit resides inside the flesh of sacred mushrooms, which contain the potent psychedelic substance psilocybin, and that under the enchantment of the mushroom, the spirit speaks to them in their native tongue. A substantial number of people believe that they've held compelling conversations with an ancient mushroom entity, which some say claims to be extraterrestrial in origin, the voice of the earth or the mind of God. The late ethnobiologist Terence McKenna 
you'll probably know about him if you listen to any of Joe Rogan's podcast, built a career largely upon the seemingly far-fetched notion that psilocybin mushrooms are not only a chemical message from another star system, but that they are, but that they can serve as a portal for telepathic communication with our heavenly neighbors. One more link I'm going to tell you now, Mark Jago. This is a, another thing from Live Science. Eight ways mushrooms actually explain Santa, explain the Whoa. origin of Santa. So Arctic shaman gave out mushrooms during the winter solstice. According to the theory, Santa derives from shamans in Siberia who actually dropped into local uh, teepee-like homes with a bag full of hallucinogenic mushrooms as presents in late December. Mushrooms also, like uh, gifts, are found beneath pine trees. So the idea of these things giving yeah. gifts and dropping all these things off. Also, the Amanita muscaria mushroom is like the toadstool mushroom that you see from toad. Yeah. And the red hat, it's this, it looks like a big red hat and nothing else. Reindeer apparently were spirit animals of, of shaman. Uh, shamans actually dressed like Santa. They dressed up like the mushrooms that they were giving a lot of the time. Uh, mushrooms are abound in Christmas uh, iconography. Rudolph's red nose apparently represents a big red mushroom. Um, and a uh, and Santa's obviously from the Arctic. That's just a couple of little reasons. So could this have been the case, Mark Jacob? Could these could these duende have been people out in the forest foraging, eating the mushrooms, seeing other mushrooms, and seeing jumpy little gnomes messing with people with no thumbs? So yeah, where did the thumb parts come from? The thumb part could they bit their own thumbs off. The, I, I think the thumb part could have come from uh, the idea of the boogeyman. The idea of... Uh, it was just something added on the end. It was just... Tacked on. They'll take... They're coming for your thumbs. Like, got your nose, got your thumbs. Yeah, that's because a lot of this stuff was told, like, to kids. Like, stay away from this certain area. The duende you get you and bite your thumbs off. So it was added to as a warning, a bit like Catholicism added sort of warnings the to devil. pagan stuff to try and stop you from doing the f- fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. I really like that theory that it's... I think we should, like, get mushrooms to do an episode. I think we should, too. Yeah. If only it was legal. Oh, we don't do illegal we things. We don't do illegal things. We're good boys. Um, I don't even wank anymore. It is illegal. Well, it's because everyone kept going blind and crashing what? their cars. What? What are you talking about? Going blind? You, if you masturbate, you go blind. Who said that? <laughs> Are you looking for? Are you, you physically can't see me, or are you looking for the quote? I'm, I'm wanking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to give this a high evidence of say eight because I'm so chuffed with my own research. But you literally, this is I think this is the most research you did on something just because yep. you love mushrooms or you love talking about mushrooms. I like I like talking about the idea that there are portals to other dimensions and that we can actually access them through hallucinogens. But um, that that might explain it. But that mm. explains a mushroom. Yeah, that does not, it does explain. not explain a duende. But taking the mushrooms mean entering a different consciousness. See, this is the thing, Jago. We could find if there was if there was the Sexy Beasts series, right? And every episode was a, like a serial where it was like you know the Mothman or the Flatwood Monster or the duende. Oh, or like the a six camera. seven episodes for one. Yeah, so yeah. each episode is like a different thing. But then it comes to the end of the season, you're like, shit, we need to have some sort of overarching thing. I think the overarching thing for all of these could be potentially entering different dimensions where all of these things could exist. Or the fact that we can't perceive them in the state we're in. The real twist of the Sexy Beast series, uh, season finale is we were checked into the wrong frequency all along. It should. So what we should do is have like a, a sort of scratch and sniff episode where it's like tonight's episode sponsored by 
mushrooms, and you yeah. have to take mushrooms to be on to talk about it. When in reality, what you're listening to is, uh, uh, no, I don't like it. It's we're not allowed to leave the room. We're not allowed to leave the room. Look at me. We're not allowed to leave the room. <laughs> the floor is lava again. I give Excuse this some orange juice. evidence because it's definitely a monkey uh, or, or or a mushroom, but I still give it an evidence because I don't think the Duende exists of five. I give it an evidence of six. I'll give it a six because I just yeah, changed it from five. I defer to you. you. You have made such a compelling. Oh, shit, that's the wrong one. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Uh, six. Shut up. Cool. Cool, baby. Um, I do like it. I do think it's cool. Like, we can't think that the leprechaun is cool and then not give this a cool. And to think, we like the leprechaun because it's homegrown, but it is the equivalent of a... You know, minstrel imagery of an Irishman. Yeah, it's, but yet we celebrate. It. We celebrate. Yeah, We've owned that shit. Yeah, it's it's people slagging Irish people are like, oh, look at those little leprechauns. And like, yeah. yeah, we are leprechauns, me. Remember, I was in. I, I remember I was in Toronto, and it was before Obama. It was like two thousand and eight, and it was before Obama had been elected. So maybe it was actually two thousand seven. But anyway, we were staying in this Republican front house, and they were like. Uh, like l- they had ties with like George Bush like all the Bush mm. family had gone through this fraternity so we were chatting to this guy and he was really fucking he was proper Republican proper young Republican I remember he said and it was fucking really pissed me off he was like how many people are there in Ireland and I was like I don't know what five six million and what was it 4.8 at the time and now yeah well this was before people, so those people left four maybe four yeah so it was like about four million like Oh well, there's like twenty million in Boston, like you know, or in or in Massachusetts. I'd say Massachusetts is more Irish than anyway. It's not good. He story. said that like that Massachusetts is more Irish. He was saying that there's po- there's pockets in America that are more uh, Irish than Ireland. That's absolute fucking f- fallacy, absolute bunk. While he's in fucking Canada. Love in America. Yeah, I I think it's ridiculous. Like I get, oh, I read an article once where someone saying that everyone in Boston is more uh, Irish than American or Irish than Irish people back here. It's because apparently we're we we're not what when people come back from Boston to Ireland, mm-hmm. they they're not what we expect because they've carried on traditions that we probably haven't. So we've sort of evolved with the times, but they're still fucking Kalian around the place. And no, stuff. I don't buy that. I'd say if I'd say if there was a new famine, right, and there was a, a new pocket of. Two million or whatever Irish people leaving, yeah. and they move to America now. With the Irish sensibility we have, be like you fucking never hear from us again. We're like, what? What kind of Irish people are being brash and celebrating being Irish in America? You know? Yeah. I mean, I know we've got such nationalistic pride and everything like that, and we support everything that is Irish and everything that goes along with that. But I reckon that we'd be like fucking. Oh, geez, don't no, keep it out of the way. Yeah, uh, don't bring that around. I that I disagree with that. I want to go back to Canada, find that guy. And give him a piece of my mushroom. Hey, I'm Mark Jacob. You don't know me. But 12 years ago, you spoke to a friend of mine about <laughs> Barack Obama. Well, it's pissed me right off. Um, this thing, the 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 uh, Tata Duende, um, its most uh, prominent role has been featured on a postage stamp for Belize as part of a series on Belizean no, folklore. No, Belize is not a, lot, it's not a country I know a lot about. Do you believe in love? Uh, it's not a country I know a lot about. Um, I do know there's some sort of wars going on at some stage, uh, but maybe they need to Belize in love. Oh my God! Don't tell. Don't don't try and educate the people of Belize. But if you think about this, right? Uh, the Duende is also popular in Iberica, Iberia. I mean, popular in Iberia, you know, Portugal um, and South America, Mexico, USA. It's got a big 
it's popular everywhere. So mm. that it should it should be getting points given its reach. But but then, yeah, but, it's but, a it's a thumb biting pedophile. They are. Why do you keep bleeding up the pedophile pedophiles? Because it lures children into the woods. It, but like, then it's the to bite their thumbs off. He may be a fucking assaulter. Don't be such an ap- a pedo apologist. Don't don't clip that. Anyone saying James a pedophile? Um, he's just biting thumbs off. He's braiding hair. That's okay. You want him braiding? Would you have him braiding? Your, um, you have a niece, don't you? Yeah. Or you're braiding your niece's hair. I wouldn't mind if you bit her While thumbs he's off. Saying, what are you talking about? He's hiding the walls. Well, hiding the walls is different. He's a stalker. What's he doing in there with his big hat? What's under the hat? How can he fit? He's just Ameriquai. It's just Ameriquai walking around. Hang on a second. Well, no, we're not. We're not sexy bill yet. But we gotta talk. What's under the hat? Yeah. What? Oh no! We've triggered. See, Tony has a weird sort of sexual <laughs> if vibe cryptids, about if cryptids wear clothes what's well, look, look no I'm jumping right ahead I'm giving this a cool of six okay yeah because it's popular but I don't like it I'll give you a cool I actually had a cool six and uh, how about we fucking talk about a bit of sex appeal here you're cause. fucking so excited you're sweating because guys what <laughs> what's kicking off under that hat here we go <laughs> What's under the hat? Let this me finish my sentence. Okay. What's going on under the hat? Maybe it's his head. Maybe it's just painted his head red. He's not sexy. I'm giving you. I'm telling you right now. Do you know what's sexy. great about the legs thing? You oh. could ride him up the arse while looking at his face. No, his feet are backwards, not his body. Eejah. <laughs> you, you can still ride him up the arse. His ass is his penis. His ass is his penis. Oh my god! We what have you done? What I don't you... know. There's something in the air, Jake. We've been in here too long. We record too many of these back to back. It's very, very hot in here. It is very hot. His ass is his penis. No, his feet are backwards. Does he even have a? He's too short for me, to be honest. And I'm not really feeling his vibes. He is generally just a man with a hat, but further away than you'd want him to be. So he's because are you describe what small it is to me. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know what small is. You don't know. You haven't experienced small. You don't know what small is. I don't fancy him, and I don't think he has any sex appeal to any creature or uh, person that we know. Like, if I went through my list of uh, cryptids and I was like, okay, do you fancy this creature? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, cracking, yeah, loads mm-hmm. of tentacles, sexy, lovely, sexy. You're right, you're right. Duende. Um, I actually gave him a pretty high score for, this, for sexy, though. Why? I don't know. Everything just... you just said said you find it the least attractive, but I actually give it a high score. What are you talking about? I don't know. It's just what's under the hat. What's Tony? under the hat? It's the hat. It got me. He plays. He smokes a cigar. He, he whistles a mystical th- tune. He plays guitar. He's like fucking uh, your man from the Pogues. He's like um, uh, John Jingle. Uh, Jim, Jim Schmidt. Schmidt. No, what's the name of the guy from Pogues? I'm just, Shane McGowan. Shane McGowan. Loads of people fancy him. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. Shane McGowan. Shane McGowan. Uh, but yeah, people fancy Shane McGowan and he's missing teeth. He got his teeth fixed. Oh, did he? Yeah, like about they, five years ago. How did they turn out? Yeah, he looks good. He still can't talk for shit. Oh. I gave this a sex appeal, Mark Jago, of four. And it's only a four because I want to know what's under the hat. 
It was was it lower than that before we we started thinking about the hat? When last week we were talking about, what were we talking about, 20 minutes ago, we were talking about the fucking, uh, what did we have, the Flatwoods Monster, and we were talking about this dress. Then it got in my head, Duende's also wearing clothes. So should we go back and go through all the cryptids and be like, put a t-shirt on this cryptid and be like, do you fancy it, Tony? No, it has to be either a hat or a dress (laughs) for some reason. No, I mean even think about. I mean, well, I mean, Jin or whatever wear 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 clothes. You know, um, Santa wears what's under Santa's outfit. You know what I mean? He's ripped. He is ripped. He's hundred percent ripped. I gave it a, a sex appeal of four. All right, Come I on. actually gave it a sex appeal of five. But I will defer to you. Yeah. God, I'm fucking smashing it with. You're doing defers. really well with the defers. I have to say, I'm so proud. <laughs> Thank you. Let me I'm tell so me, tell my mom saying she's proud. I will. Okay. I can't believe you forgot your clothes. If I'm wearing a hat and a dress, so it's grand. <laughs> Mark Jacob, what are the final scores? Give it to me. Give it to me, Neil. Oh, you got that sag. Fighting. What am I playing that for? <laughs> Jacob, sorry, I'm all over the place. Here we go. I think we all are. Fighting. Six. Evidence. Six. Cool. Six. Sexy. Five. Total score of... 22 20, 23 23 oh wow big contender or little fish let's find out in the premier crish uh, no not doing great not oh, really good no, at all um, 41st place shit below the selkie and the loveland frog ahead of the jersey devil and the tucker lush the jersey devil yeah. Oh, we, we in Jersey he found a sleep Listen, we've had a couple of beers. I had one. Well, I've not even finished my one. It's only cyber. Anyway, uh, twenty-three. Not good for not. the duende. And I'm, I apologise to all our um, Spanish listeners if I got a bit racist. Yeah, no, we're both a bit sorry about the whole racism thing. That 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 really was not called for at all. So I do that- love tacos. <sighs> I do. I genuinely like. I bought a slow cooker specifically to make tacos. Beef, beef well, I'm sure our Mexican listeners will appreciate that. And paella. Okay. Jago. Um, Save that one. Fucking you did not in your Jamie, Jamie, edit out me being racist. <laughs> no, leave that in and make it in bold. Um, Mark Jago, I'm losing twice so far for the Top Trumps. Ah. Uh. Um, and I refuse to get a tattoo bet- or a, a, a piercing between it, my thumb and it's, finger. It's not going to be thumb and finger. We're going to give it to the audience and see. The audience? Okay. How about one has to... Uh, Make dinner for the other. Oh, and live stream the whole event. That'd be that'd be <laughs> lovely, yeah. That would be really nice, yeah. Great. Yeah. Well here's top drums. Now I'm gonna shuffle my cards. I have you this week. I fucking have you. I wouldn't be too sure about that because I've chosen... Oh, you definitely have me this week. Uh, Chupacabra. And I am going to use... Oh, man, we get fucking Chupacabra such bad scores. Fighting. Of? Five. Oh, he's happy. He's got his happy face on. Well, you'll be glad to know. I've got a fighting at ten. With the fucking genie. Ah. Oh. Da genie. There's nothing I could have done. Is there anything I could have beaten you? What was your lowest score? 
Uh, my lowest score was evidence of eight. Well, yeah, Chupacabra f- fucking five. Well, that's oh. great news now. You're going to have to make me dinner. And no. <laughs> I'll also figure out how to live stream. Uh, no. And I'm also going to change the names of the teams. I had a great name for you this week. But anyway, go on. What, what was the one you were going to give no, me? No, no. Not because I might use it again. Um, how about... Uh, how about team... Uh, Jamie Cuts out. No, no, I have it. My team name is now going to be Team uh, Team Pussy Licking Junkies Twenty Seven Seven. Yeah. Oh. And your team name is going to be uh, Linda and Eddie's mistake. That's Linda and Eddie's biggest mistake. Harsh, my dude. Well, Linda and Eddie's biggest mistake and biggest regret. They're my parents' names for anyone. No, team Linda and Eddie's biggest regret. And no, that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's all part of the I, name. I thought there was a limit to the name, Lent, but There's yeah. a limit to the names. That's grand. So I appreciate that. Uh, so uh, Duende. So Duende, do we have perhaps an Iberian? Was that too harsh? I feel bad now. No, it's good. Okay, it's good. true though. I know. Um, Mark Jaco, do you have an a span? Listen, team the balls. He's trying to clear up. Do you have an Iberian uh, proverb to play us out for I this show? I certainly do. So I'll see you next week, Tony. See you I'm next week, Jago. I love you. El que no loro, no mama. If you don't cry, you don't get the teeth. Well, you what? Get that you're just so what does that mean? Stop smiling at me. But cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago. Oops, there's that Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a big foot dick, you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could uh, come at me with a big foot dick and Loch Ness Monster. Pussy. Stop it. Hey, hey, sexy beast. Akuma is the head and stuff podcast network at Delanova. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.